0: following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Get go, Cowboys! this,
1: Cowboys! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys.
2: Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters
1: at the Star in Frisco.
3: Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by and he it
4: the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Standback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans.
2: It is a Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company here from the star in Frisco in the SWBC studios. Welcome in, everybody. Cheers to to having a fantastic week of uh, football, getting ready for week one of the NFL season. We've got in studio, a couple different samples of the Black Rifle coffee. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Isaiah's getting his fresh smell of it all. and Lots of really cool brands that they've got rolling <laughs> out here, and we'll talk about it here in a little bit. But glad you're with us. Like the big man voice said, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Heckma Harrison. I'm Kyle Yeomans with Chris Beam running the ship as always. How are you doing, Isaiah? You look I'm happy good. today. Heckma,
3: heckma looking at me like I'm crazy. You're, I'm, I'm not the only person who used to go through the perfume section. Of the of of like Nordstroms or something like that, and smell all the colognes, and you had a little cup of coffee. Oh, I thought you were going to you... say
2: the perfumes. No,
3: well, okay. well I mean, yeah, well, you, you that's how you clear your palate. <laughs> right? That's how you clear your nose. You, it
5: was, you the,
2: it, the it was the it was the that's all that was.
5: Yeah. I was just like, okay,
3: it was okay. Wa- so it was a waffling. hand motion. Yeah. So you didn't go in there and get all the samples, you get a bag of samples. I'm the only one who did that. No, I, I uh, okay, yeah, all right, just sure. don't leave me out there. He's going little tubes. Right, had a little You're black You're the cap. only one. Thank you, thank you, Beamer. Thank you. And then, then, you, Wait, you then, we, then my mom would get the magazines at the house, and you'd tear the little magazine sample out, and you no, rub the paper. Never did that. You never rubbed the paper never on Never did oh, that. yeah, I
0: did that one. Thank I you mean, very yeah, much, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, I, definitely, I definitely did it once Thank twice you very sure. much. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't talking about me. I was talking about, didn't Joseph Randall did that?
4: Uh, 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 that's oh, horrible
0: oh.
3: But it's Too
5: soon man, No, you they're been, not too soon No, he got the sample,
0: did he not? <laughs> Chris, come it was man. a sample I used
3: to go home with all the samples They used to come like a little cardboard, little, little clamshell thing And right in the middle, it had one little clip and you take a little bottle out and you shake it up and you put it
6: right on that yeah. wrist and you—that was a thing. That was yeah, a thing, was like a in thing. the mid '90s, maybe. Absolutely, yeah. Chris has been
2: coming off the top rope all week. <laughs> I love it. Chris is—he's excited to be back in studio because when he was out in Oxnard, he didn't have the chance Thanks. to interject and to to provide yeah. some color. Macho, now he's got the chance. Stop. I'm back. sorry. Hey, no, it's good. We like it. It's a part of the show. Oh, um, wafting. goodness. But yeah, yeah we've got wafting. the great smell of coffee in the room and. This is my favorite season of scents. I love like fall scents, like pumpkin and like leaves. You're a pumpkin spice guy. I'm a pumpkin spice guy, man. I love my pumpkin spice, (laughs) everything nice. (laughs) Oh, all way the way through. At- no. That's a throwback to the <laughs> early talking days. How about that? Like the, the, the early days yeah, of this group, a little that's, pumpkin spice. Right. All right. right, Rob, give us some news and notes. Lots of cutdowns yesterday and lots of uh, wonky moves for this Cowboys roster to get it down to the 53, man.
6: How much time are you going to give me here?
2: Uh, as much time as you need.
6: <laughs> okay, uh, bear with me because I am I think the hardcore fan understands kind of what they're doing yeah. and that it's yep. not final. This is, the, this is like – This was the least final feeling roster cuts I have ever seen since I've been here. And I feel like it was a lot easier back when Isaiah was playing where they would make the cut to 53 day later, they would have 10 guys on the practice squad and maybe a couple moves here or there. The expansion of the practice squad is what has changed all this stuff because essentially now you've got a 55 man roster because every week. Every game week, you can add two guys, elevate two guys to your roster, so it gives you more flexibility on what you want to do and how you want to break up. You know, maybe guys between the fifty three and the expanded practice squad. So, interesting cuts, interesting fifty three that they have right now. They don't have a backup quarterback. They <laughs> who don't, needs a backup quarterback. They <laughs> who needs a kicker? They don't. They don't have a kicker right now. What
2: about a long snapper? They've got to have a long, long snapper, They right? don't have a long snapper either. Oh, okay. They
6: also don't have C.J. Goodwin at the moment, who is their special teams captain from the last couple of years. So, so he was waived, Brett Maher, Jake McQuaid, Cooper Rush, Will Greer, Ben DiNucci, all gone off the roster as of yesterday, right? Well, that's obviously going to change. Will Greer, I think, is the well, and Ben DiNucci are subject to waivers. But other than that, guys can come back. So you look for guys to come back. They've got a couple spots at least that they're going to open up today. Uh, Tyron Smith should go on injured reserve. James Washington should go on injured reserve. And the reason why you have to wait a day to do that, for fans that don't know, is it allows them to, once they go to IR, they can come back at some point. Come back within a minimum of four weeks. Obviously, with Tyron, it's going to be much longer than that. Um, so two spots open up there. Some of these guys I mentioned will be coming back either on the active roster or the practice squad, and they will, they can use that practice squad to elevate guys every week. The catches there's a there's a limit per guy, three three elevations per. So, they will have backup quarterbacks. They will have kicker. I think they will have a long snapper. They will. <laughs> but right now, it's it's a lot of moving parts, as Bill Parcells used to say.
2: So ultimately. All of that in synopsis, you you cut these guys that are obviously going to return that most of them are not subject to waivers. You can bring them back. You can have a deal pretty much set in place as they walk out the door that they're going to walk right back in the door. And they probably benefit from it because there's probably a signing bonus or something kind of thrown in there as well when they re-sign with the team. But then also – uh, it allows you to put these guys on IR, and then you don't necessarily lose any of those roster spots, correct? Right, very much so. Just quick little synopsis yep. and lots of information, but I mean, there are names on this list that were cut down yesterday that will not return to the Cowboys. Sure, there's. A, I mean, there's a number of them. Uh, let's let's start with. Uh, I mean, probably the number one, and we kind of talked about this as a possibility, Heckman, but Carlos Watkins, who had a decent season last year, came in as a veteran interior, but in a room where they have invested so much of their draft capital over the last couple of years, there just wasn't enough room for Carlos Watkins. It's probably uh, not going to happen to where he's back on the roster here over these next couple of days.
5: And and obviously you talk about, cuts being wonky that was we had talked about it as well about Carlos Watkins possibly the prob- probability of him not making this team and I just basically when I was looking at him in preseason it is I said to myself I said man you know you can't coast through this thing brother you know, make some plays yeah. uh, because I think a lot of times guys automatically assume that they're, they're going to be a part of the roster and that was a difficult cut as we were thinking that Tristan Hill for all intents and purposes was not going to be uh, on this team Tristan played himself onto this roster and had a monster preseason and uh, and all OTAs all of that man you just saw him make himself a presence. so for Carlos Watkins I think off of last year, he was a guy that came in that was a spark plug for the defensive line. You saw him do some really great things uh, in the running game, uh, getting some stops, getting pressures. He was that guy that was getting getting that double team because of the penetration that he was getting and how he was at the point of attack. So not having him back on this roster is is surprising. But I, in Dan Quinn, I trust. I, I believe that he's going to make the right moves on this team. And I think the way that they're going towards the youth and the speed of this team, you know, it just it's unfortunately unfortunate that he was a casualty.
3: I agree. I, I mean, there's nothing else really to add there. I think this this room is just too competitive in terms of that defensive line room. And I think there's only so many guys that you can carry and you start looking at we've talked about it, how many guys can you really keep at each position? You have to figure out where you're going to trim the fat at because obviously you need to have an impact at special teams on the defensive side of the ball. You need all the versatile looks that Dan Quinn likes to yeah. have, um, and, and it just gets slim. It gets really difficult. You know, you have you have a set guy, a set you know, really six guys that you know you have to have on your roster on the defensive front, and then there's probably two other guys in there that you that you have to make really tough decisions on, and it's just it's just a, it's a it's a good problem to have from where the Dallas Cowboys were yeah. two years ago. It's a really good problem to have because you would have loved to have any of these guys on your starting lineup two years ago, and here you are having to cut these same uh, caliber of players.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, Carlos Watkins specifically, Rob, I mean, he's a vested veteran, so yeah. he, he doesn't have to go on to waivers. Could he be brought back to the practice squad? or it, I mean, barring anything surprising, I don't think he would come back onto the roster, but could he at least even – is that a possibility with him? You know, I – I'll admit I have not looked at whether he's
6: eligible technically because they have expanded the rules, the years and yeah. the rules and yeah. he's a, he came in the league in 2017. I'd have to look at that one, but but I think it came down to like heck mentioned um, Tristan Hill, and I think a lot of people thought uh, you know, a few months ago he he may not make this team. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, to his credit, he played his way on in the team. I think it probably came down to Carlos Watkins and John Ridgway. You know we talked about Ridgeway a lot uh, two days ago and felt like he might be the odd man out. Because of Quentin Bohanna kind of taking ownership of that role as the big run stuffing guy. Well, obviously, they're committed to having a couple guys that can do that on running downs and stuff the run and do all that stuff, eat up space. So, um, might have just come down to an established guy who, Carlos Watkins, who played a lot for them last year. Had a a role for them last year versus a young guy, man. They are going young. There are a lot of young guys on this roster.
2: Well, and there were a lot of young guys that got cut as well that played really well in the preseason. Hopefully for those guys, they returned back to the practice squad. That's the thought process. That's what you want to do. Let me name some of these guys that played well in the preseason but did not make the 53-man roster, at least initially. And that's Josiah Bronson, Malik Davis, the running back. Stop me if you guys want to talk about any of these guys. Uh, Story Jackson, linebacker out of Liberty. How about a Amone Simon who played decent up on the, the line of scrimmage? Brandon Smith, we talked about him. Wide receiver uh, was fantastic. Had the catch of the preseason on the tiptoe grab in the end zone. Mika Tafua, the defensive end. Wanye Thomas, the safety, and then TJ Vasher, who didn't really show up in the preseason games. I think we the way we anticipated, but he was at least there in practices and practiced pretty well. Anybody there, guys? Isaiah, that you you maybe had your eye on and. At least if you had the the magic touch, that they would be back on your practice squad. Basher? Really? I like him. I think he practiced really well. The thing that
3: sucks about the receiver position is you're going to do as well as the opportunities that you're presented with. That's the thing that sucks. It's real easy to kind of get forgotten about as a receiver. You can run your routes perfectly. You can do all your assignments perfectly. But if the ball doesn't come your way... I can't show what I'm able, capable of doing. So it's really, so you know, it's funny, people used to always ask me, what position do you prefer to play, quarterback or receiver? Uh, quarterback, I can control my outcome. Right? right? You, know, I can run, you know, seriously, as a receiver, you might, you might run 35 routes in a game and you might get the ball thrown at you twice. I'm dealing with that as a parent. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, man. It does. So, I mean, for guys like him, you know, it's the reason why – for guys like him, it sucks because he didn't get a lot of opportunities presented to him in the game. But in practice, when opportunities were there, he converted on them, right? But nobody talks about practice. Practice doesn't really matter. You think about guys like Dennis Houston. Dennis Houston, I've mentioned him many times. He is a Dak Prescott guy. That is the, his best asset. Mm. However, in the preseason, it sucks because what? Dak Prescott's not playing in the preseason. No. So, if you don't have any chemistry with these other quarterbacks, nobody in the world was good. It for the Cowboys, the world doesn't get a chance to see you. Yeah. Brandon Smith, I think for me oh it, was, my gosh. Yeah.
5: it was surprising yeah. just because he's put together st- Two good camps back-to-back. I think every he, people were whispering about him last year about the job that he was doing and, and still didn't get an opportunity. Hopefully he's someone that gets to come back. But a guy, uh, Avanti Collins, the, the right yeah, tackle I was 76, I, was, I yep. was surprised about him. A- and, you know, just our need at that position overall. Uh, and he's someone that I think this organization has vested time in and built him up. Uh, to see him get cut, hopefully he's uh, able to come back. Our linebacker situation, I just don't think that we've resolved it uh, also. And so Malik Jefferson, we I think we had hopes for him uh, coming in. Maybe that just didn't bear any fruit. But also Story Jackson, I, you know, I liked, uh, I liked him as well. I think he made some plays, but I think you have some guys coming up um, Jabril Cox is playing much more solid. You see, seeing him move much more, uh, more fluid uh,
3: with that ACL injury. So, look to Devin, all Devin the- Harper bald. exactly. Devin, I, and, yeah. I, and I'm surprised, very surprised, that Luke Gifford. No disrespect to Luke Gifford, he's a heck of a special teamer, and he's he's taking his strides as a linebacker. But they obviously drafted a linebacker in Devin Harper. Yeah, Devin Harper is the faster version of Luke Gifford.
6: Mm. Yeah. He yeah. runs a four four. Yeah, they wanted. I guess <laughs> they wanted a little extra numbers at at, at linebacker. Those, those are some good names. I yeah, I was gonna say Malik Davis. I, I thought he made the team. I really did. I thought just he the way the way that he played and the fact that I mean we'll see if he goes through waivers. Um, I thought you know, he, I, he, I thought the same off. thing, Rob. Until.
3: Yeah. I thought he was on the team too, and I think I told Kyle this uh, right before the preseason game. I'm like, "Oh yeah, Malik Davis is in that in that conversation." Wait a minute, Rico Dado's not suited up.
2: Oh yeah, he's got his pads off and he's got his jersey <laughs> on.
6: Right, and then you're but like, yeah. mm. Mm. And, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> all three starting running backs, the, the top three running backs yeah. are not playing. Mm. Mm. But I think the thing that surprised me was not only did he not make it. I thought if he wouldn't make it, it would be because they would go heavy at tight end instead, and they mm. didn't. They kept three tight ends, at least for now. Sean McCune gets waived.
5: That's what I was going to ask you that, about. That's, My God, that, that's you know,
6: because we thought it was probably going to be Hendershot or Sean McCune. You know? Yes. And, or both, if they go light at another position, and they didn't do that. At least for now, they didn't do that. Um, but, again, he's eligible for waivers as well. A couple other guys, Juanye Thomas is a guy they liked. You, you knew they liked him because they gave him – How often do you see a safety returning kicks in a game for the Cowboys? I mean, they wanted to maybe see what he could do. Um, Alec Lindstrom, the young center, I think is a guy that I think they see potential in. But again, it's, you know, there are just so many, only so many spots. Question. Yeah.
3: Of the roster, the way it sits today, how many of these guys will not be on the roster come Friday? Are you talking about 53, man? 53. Like the ones that made it. The ones that made it as of today. There may be two or three guys that are oh, sitting we, on the we, bubble, right? Well, now. We know that because yeah. there's no kicker and no long snapper. Yes, yeah, So there's definitely there's definitely two guys that are not gonna mm-hmm. be there. Yeah. Right? But you take into the Tyrant taking into account a Tyron situation and some of the other moves they have to make. Yeah.
6: How yeah. many of these
3: guys are no longer on this roster? You'll I don't
6: you'll have a minimum of two spots open when yeah. James and Tyron go on IR. So but they, but yeah, there could be more they need to create. I mean, depending
2: on they kind of yeah. saved themselves a spot by go ahead and reserving Damone Clark because Clark could have been one of those guys that you needed a 53-man spot for to make room for, but instead they put him on the reserve of the NFI immediately, so he's not eligible to play this season at all. Actually, he is. Oh, he is? He okay. Is,
6: and I wanted to bring that up because I was confused about that too. Is that a rule change too? Yeah. He, okay. he They did not have to wait a day for him to do that. So he technically can come back this season.
2: Oh, good. Yeah, that, he's, that's he's kind of exciting. Yeah. And yeah, I've spoken with him. He's very hopeful. Let's talk about linebacker room. Ooh, I mean, that's one guy that could absolutely flip that. His to line, linebacker room. I mean, he was a second round, third round guy until he got hurt, yeah. or until he was until he found was out about, about, it. about it. Yeah, <laughs> talked about. So, yeah, that makes sense. So, you you think two or three of these guys is are not going to make absolutely. the fifty three? Who? What names do you have? Okay, let's on?
3: let's be simple. Uh, let's make it simple. Long snapper kicker have to come back. Yes,
2: mm-hmm.
3: James Washington, Timer Smith. That's Boom. a swap. Boom, done. done and done.
2: Okay, Michael uh, Gallup's still there. He passed his physical yesterday. Which talk about news and notes. I mean, that's a big one. Yeah, he's not going on pup, so he's taking a fifty-three man spot. Yep. That's crazy to me. Yeah,
5: it's pretty wild. ACL used to be twelve months off the rip. It hadn't even been eight yet. <laughs> so you think he's Hasn't ready? been
3: eight. I know months what Jerry's yet. saying. Do Do you guys honestly think he's ready? I I, I get that running Cowboys broadcast. Do you all? Do you guys truly think he's ready?
2: No. I don't. I, I don't you know. You think he's? Do you think he's one month into the season ready? See, that's that's where I was about to lead though. You don't yeah, play. I've never seen a guy
5: come back this fast from an ACL anyway. So. You
2: don't play for another week and a half. So, and they already said week one's not a possibility. Week two is two and a half weeks from now. And if he's already passing, his physical, then he might be ready by week. But two. on pup, he would have. It would have been four, four weeks. weeks. Four. Yeah. And so
3: Mr. Mr. Jones said what? What was his statement the other day? If Rob? it were the
6: Super Bowl, He'd he play. he could play. But, I mean, you know that training staff better than anybody. I trust those guys with everything. I I know you do. And and the fact that, um, you know, it's not Pup – then they really truly believe within four weeks of the regular season, like by end of September, he could come back. Can,
3: can you help everybody? I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. You
5: you were, getting side, you were about to go somewhere controversial, and you got <laughs> sidetracked. And, and I want you to go back. Who are the n- He wants to keep you yeah. on the straight and narrow, no. Isaiah. He wants come you to take it all no. the way home. You was on your way, and you got stopped. So who are the guys that are on the 53 right now? Two people at what position? Or if you don't say the name, what position at least are you looking at? That you're saying, oh, you're not safe in that room.
3: I think Luke Gifford is still a toss-up. Okay. As much as they like Marquise Bell, I think he might be a toss-up. I know they like him a lot, though. Would you keep him or Israel Mukwamu? Mukwamu. Really? Mukwamu. Okay. Because you don't need another big hit guy. You know, Marquise Bell's that he's a replacement for J. Ron Kirsch. You need a you need a guy who can run sideline to sideline and get some interceptions. I think Bell that he would get picked up immediately, though. I probably. Think I mean, any of these wise, guys, any of these I think guys you cut done. are going to get picked up. I I think, mean, that's the thing. You yeah. know, like that's I mean, that's where you're at right now. This time of the year, when you have guys that made your initial 53, but probably may not make your you know your final 53,
6: those guys are going to get picked up. Yeah. Well, I think they can kick. the, the, the They're probably going to try to kick the can down the road a little bit with this because. Like those two spots, Tyron James, okay, you can you can create two. There's more than two guys I mentioned that need to come back. I mean, you have to have a kicker, yeah. you have to have a back, but you can massage it through the practice squad at least for a couple weeks and yeah, then kind of I, just see where your roster stands after that. I you think know? Big
3: John Ridgeway is one of those guys. I think okay. Ridgway is one of those guys that you cut because you trust <laughs> it sounds bad, but you trust that the league saw what he put on film in the preseason and you feel When did that, that change you feel, for you? When did that change for you how him? When he played. Yeah. <laughs> of course I mean but That's, I mean that was I a turning mean, point I mean, that yeah. you I mean, cuz at first hopeful. you were not that you no, were not like I was that. very hopeful cuz he's yeah. huge. He's ginormous. But you know until you we've talked about it you, what you what was successful in college may not always be successful in the league mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the big nasties. And when you think that you're just going to come in here and bulldog these cats it's, it's not it's not that. Mm.
5: Yeah, and I thought Quentin Bohanna was in a direct competition with him from the beginning, and I didn't think that they would carry both nah. of them. And that was that's been my argument since OTAs. I think they since love the Bo. They got
3: him. I think they love Bo. They love Big Bo. They do love. They yeah. love the crap out of him. I think they're hopeful. You can see Ridgway. that grow
2: as yes. training camp. Well yeah, absolutely.
3: They they love that dude. He was up there in the starting lineup half the dog on time when they're doing those those collaborative practices. So I think that Ridgeway is definitely one of those guys that will not he'll. Find his way back in the practice squad, and they can move him up as they see fit. Because I can't see somebody picking him up and saying, "Hey, you're on, you're on, you're on our two deep."
6: It's crazy how many the last two draft classes, and I, th- I think I counted up. I think over the last two, the rookies from twenty one and twenty two, it's like twenty two spots that are taken up right now. Like it is wow. a, it's a youth movement, and I kind of struck a nerve when I put on Twitter. I couldn't believe this man. Like of the fifty three, and it's going to change. Not going to be the final fifty three, but forty six of the fifty three are guys that were drafted or signed as rookie free agents by the Dallas Cowboys. Like, that is— 46 crazy. of the 53? 87% of your roster is homegrown. That's crazy. That's where wild. That's where, been, well, that's wild. That. That's where well, a
2: lot of frustration stems, well, I think, for Cowboys fans. That's the it thing.
6: Really it's like, Hex says, y- that, nothing wrong with that, because that shows that you can identify talent, sure. and draft, and scout, and all those things. You're really good at that but question. The, but there's a flip side of it, too. I think it. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish well, it. I think. I think it. That also reemphasizes people's point that they don't go out and be aggressive and add guys outside
2: the roster. Yeah. How now. do you supplement those spots? Like, what,
6: look what Philly did yesterday. Yes. They yeah. had. A, they had a hole at safety, so they go make a trade with the Saints, <laughs> and and go get uh, Gardner Johnson, who's a good and, player. And
5: does it, does experience come into that as well with the guys that you have? You know, of of those forty some odd players. You know the lack of experience. I, I I heard thirty of them only has have two years of yeah. NFL experience. Yeah, so, they're
6: young.
3: Can I ask a question, please? Boss man, fat. Okay. Is He's, he on this roster because of what they hope he
2: can do eventually, or from what they've seen him do? It's one hundred percent hope. Right now, it's hope. He's got the tools to do it. Like the 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 the, the makings of the pie. The ingredients are all there. There hasn't been a pie in the first two years of his career so far, but he has so, done so.
6: It. Yeah, second round draft. Pick. If I'm, you, i mean,
2: I, they're sending the cover right now. Don't care about that. Beat no, him. I know, Beat, I know the, you don't. The Raiders didn't
3: care about their first round pick; they cut him. Oh, Leatherwood. Yeah, yeah and they're getting killed for it. Yeah, right. that's okay. He, he's not good. If he's not good for your team, get him off. Yeah, right? I, I mean, I if if it's me and I'm not obviously not in that room getting paid for this, I keep Marquise Bell, and I have. I have uh Israel Mokwamu as my emergency corner. Hmm. And I cut ties with with Kelvin Joseph because of what he's shown you on and off the field. I think there's a lot of people who agree
6: with you. Not necessarily inside this building, but oh, yeah. but I mean, yeah. I mean, you like that that route that that McQuomo jumped in, in the Friday game, huh? I like He liked, did play corner in college. Nobody
3: had questions about Israel McCuomo's ability to play the ball nor his footwork. That was never a question. The it's question last year was his physicality. What did he address this offseason? Yeah. His physicality. Yeah. First thing I watched, as soon as the Denver game come on. All right, here we go, Israel. You got a chance. Bow. Oh, okay. All right, maybe maybe he just maybe he just tightened up for one hit. Bow, another one. I was oh, this cat on flip the switch. Yeah. He flipped the switch. And then what well, guess what? When the ball comes his way, he's a cornerback.
5: And, and, and I, I got to say this, man, it may be a sign of respect that you're not saying his name, but Simifuhoko, Uh, because you're not talking about him, maybe that he's earned a little bit of your respect by working his way onto the 53. and the way, I mean, look, it's no secret. There are a lot of people that have been down on him, yeah. not being able to run routes, uh, you know, routes on, it just looked ugly. Uh, working onto special teams, all of that. He's a guy believe, that worked yeah.
3: himself into shape and he made the 53. I don't believe that. Anybody has been as tough on Simi Fahoko than I have? No. And I think that he did everything (laughs) possible during this preseason and the camp to prove that he should have another chance. I think he did everything possible. He had good practices. When he was in the game, I don't care if it was freaking give me touchdowns, he took them, (laughs) right? (laughs) (laughs) He he did. He took them, right? They still there, right? Two touchdowns (laughs) in the preseason. Okay, so – he did everything that he possibly could. Is he still considered in my eyes a fringe guy? I, I do believe so. He's one I, of the, I, he's one of those guys for you. Once, once, Especially obviously Gallup's getting counted towards the roster, but when James Washington, Washington comes D- back,
2: yeah, you'd be keeping seven because you'll go down. Dennis to Dennis Houston made it too, so yeah. There's a couple different names. If you then. had to choose Dennis Houston or Simi Fajoko, who are you going with? Right now, right now, Dennis Houston. Okay, who are you? Rob? Which I hate to say.
6: Uh, I would go with Simi because I think his long term upside, I think he's got a ton of long term potential. He, I mean, I, you may think I'm crazy. You play with Miles Austin, his skill set reminds me a little bit of Miles. But you're
3: Steve. starting to sound like the the front office. They're hoping for the future instead you're right. of you're dealing with the
6: now. No, you're right. And like, I'm one more thing about Kelvin Joseph to that point. Like, I just think they look at it from there's the off the field stuff legally, they didn't see enough there from everything that happened legally to say, okay, we got to cut ties, obviously. And then on the field, he, they invested a second round draft pick in him. So they and, and, and he does have a lot of talent, so they're going to show patience. Yeah. They're going to show Yeah, patience
5: historically there. they just don't give up on guys that have that that talent there. And they're not giving up on him. But I agree with you. I mean, he's showing you it's an obvious, it's it's obvious things that he's doing that you say, "Okay, look, this this boneheaded stuff, we got to do away with that, but at the same time, having a little bit of grace with the guy and allowing him to mature through some of his issues, this this organization
2: has been really patient in that way." Yeah. And Simi Fajoko's a, a, a great example of it. There are a couple other players yeah. that are kind of mixed in between there as well. If you
3: cut Simi, do you think you are you worried that he gets picked up?
2: Um, I actually Probably, am. Probably, yeah. I actually am because I, I
3: think
6: I, he would get picked up. I think there were Ooh. there were teams that I think kind of told the Cowboys, like, "Oh man, you know, we were looking at him." And it's the same thing as Marquise Bell. Whatever. Marquise yeah. Bell
2: wasn't drafted, but at the same time, there was a bidding war for him outside yeah. of it. And the Cowboys took Simi where they took him because there were other teams that wanted him. And actually I thought I thought I saw Simi make more plays
6: consistently over the whole course of the camp oh, than Dennis camp. Houston. Did you think did you think that or did you see Dennis? I think play make
3: he more plays? made big plays. I think he made the
6: splash plays. But when you think about
3: how he would be utilized had if he were to play in the game. I don't know that Dallas would would rely on him in that regard. Hmm. I think that Dennis Houston's more of a plug and play guy for the Dallas Cowboys right now than Semifolko. At Which you're the not moment. wrong at this moment. You're at not the wrong. Man.
5: Seriously, I mean he's a he's a more complete wide receiver. Dennis Houston is. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Does Dennis we, Houston clear waivers?
3: <sighs> Maybe then there's your gamble. It's tough. Yeah. Maybe. I would say yes from what he's put on film, yes, but from what what's being said about him from Dak and everybody <laughs> yeah. else? maybe not. No. Dak yeah. stands uh, up That's talk about how much the he loves film him. is what
6: people watch. No until
3: doubt. the number one one of the top quarterbacks in the league says, "Hey, this is my guy, he's undrafted and I would love to have him," and then you hear Michael Irvin come on the
6: broadcast and say, well, "Oh, Dak "That's him. Wants you <laughs> you are on the roster." Yeah, yeah. and they'll say like <laughs> the thing that got me that's about Dennis that. Houston real quick Kyle is that Babe Loffenberg comes into camp like the last week of camp, and yep. I'm talking to him on the bus going to one of the games, and I was like, who stands out to you? And he said, Dennis Houston. And he'd been there for like a day or two, and that's a quarterback, former quarterback, just loved his routes, loved just his approach. He's always in the right spot, and it's like, oh, okay, well,
2: obviously – If you know football, you really see something in him. For all of the Cowboys fans that are just at home and they're either frustrated with this wide receiver position and they're tired of hearing the the names, Simi Fajoko and Dennis Houston, you're hearing these names for a reason. You're hearing them because they're standing out and because not only are the media looking at it and seeing, oh, wow, Dennis Houston's making plays, Simi Fajoko looks better than he did last year. That's what QB1's saying. That's what Dak Prescott's laying out there for you guys. But when we come back, let's talk about the guys in front of Dak Prescott. Have the Cowboys made a decision on who's replacing Tyron Smith at the left tackle
4: spot? We'll talk about it when
2: we come back with more Talking Cowboys.
4: (laughs) Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah Savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this Cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure and he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew AT&T 5G fast reliable secure it's not complicated 5G requires compatible plan and device 5G may not be available in your area see att.com slash 5G for you for details
0: the Cowboys way where 16 hall of famers and 5 championships shows us what success looks like where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving day where we are all defined by one single thing the star where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going bank of america is proud to be the official bank of the dallas cowboys and to support the quest of living life the cowboys way copyright 2020 bank of america corporation
4: did you get to work on time yeah but i just realized it's sunday little sweet says head on home Dr. Pepper's on its way, so sweet, unique, baby there's nothing better, I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper, did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is, it's a non-fungible token,
0: something
4: that a Dr. Pepper,
6: nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate, I'm a broken traffic light, stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. Or was it, they go, you go? <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me.
4: Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.
0: It's only a kick. A jump
2: Back here from the star in Frisco as Talking Cowboys rolls on, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. And while we have an opportunity, let's talk real quickly about Black Rifle. Isaiah is showcasing the calf blend right there that's yeah, like be a, careful with that that's one, like a caffeine honor.
1: jolt for yeah, like a professional yeah, coffee drinker that. that's the one right there.
2: caf is what it is on black rifle or coffee.com but it's like it's even got a disclaimer on there of like oh my gosh there's a lot of caffeine in this thing you've got the medal of honor blend which is really really cool because every time you yeah. you buy that blend the uh the proceeds go to the american national medal of honor uh foundation You've got Flying Elk, which is the lighter roast. I like the light roast coffee. And the Flying Elk is one of their newer blends. Really, really, really tasty. I actually tried it this morning. And then that is the Freedom Roast, which is... That's the one I'm going with right there. Yeah, it's a medium roast, and it's a... uh, it's a hint inspired of by the Declaration of Independence, and it's got a hint of cinnamon in it. So that's the one you're taking home. That's, that's me. Rob's going to take the calf, the C A F, the one with the disclaimer on it. There we go. That's the one you need. There so we go. BlackRifleCoffee.com. Go check it out. Boom! There it is. <laughs> Black Rifle, Nate baby. Newton Black in the Rifle, flesh <laughs> here on Talking Cowboys. Um, Nate, we, we transitioned going into the break about offensive line, and it, it was almost like a like a, a sign that Explosion. you just appeared. Yeah, it was a, it's shot, a, hurricane a shot in the dark. And that Isaiah just popped – or, I mean, that Nate just pops up. The out dark of cloud coming around the corner. Here he comes.
1: Nate Newton. Black rifle. You didn't look very happy, though. No. Why no. are you not happy? Because we didn't handle the situation right with, as far as our offensive linemen. We didn't execute it as a staff, as a coaching staff. Uh, we, if we had a left, a left guard that was competing, not only for the left guard job, but possibly the future left tackle, and he only took reps as a second teamer, as a left guard. That was not executed right. Isaiah said it repeatedly, "Plan one failed. That was Josh Ball. Plan two failed. Uh, and what was that? Matt Velasco. Well, Matt Velasco." That didn't that didn't make it. So all of a sudden, Plan C was for your left guard to be your future left tackle. Why was he not starting at left guard and working on days when Tyrone was out with Josh Ball at the left tackle? That was not executed. What was not executed was we had a guy in Connor McGovern who should only been playing backup center, backup right guard, and backup left guard, and he should have been working at center if he was going to be playing in your last game we dropped the ball as a coaching staff, more so Coach Philman dropped the ball because we should have been executing this. When you're trying to look at your backup quarterbacks and who is going to be the starter, you need a solid first team line. You need a solid second team line so you can properly give these guys the chance to be who they can be. We have dropped the ball. Yes, we've had great practices. Yes, they have been up-tempo, but the the use of our players have, have not shown up.
2: So your frustration stems from not only the, the lack of investment on the line in terms of personnel, right. but the lack of investment in terms of reps for Tyler Smith yes. at both tackle and guard. Because they exclusively said during training camp, you are a guard no matter what happens at tackle. You're our guard. Right? You're upset that he didn't get any snaps out at the, the left tackle
1: Yes, slot. because uh, I know why Coach McCarthy said, okay, if I had to start the day Connor would start. That's because the kid, is, his ankle was hurt. Yeah, he's got so an I understand ankle injury. that. Yeah. But when you, when you lose your left uh, tackle, seeing that two games, not only during practice, but in games that Josh Ball wasn't working out, oh, boom, I'm the offensive line coach. Let me quit playing here. Let me quit playing. Let me get this kid out at left tackle every chance I get. Let me work this guy starting left guard every chance I get. It's just the way we, we – the lack of execution. The lack of execution because I ain't worrying about the fourth team offensive linemen. I'm serious. I don't know their names. I mean, when I was on TV, I'm stumbling and bumbling because I don't know the fourth and fifth team guy because they're not going to play for the Dallas Cowboys. not this year. What, I know, Man, I know just, four out, out of five of up. us
3: were there on site for a good portion of camp. Yeah. What what percentage would you say you saw Tyler Smith at guard versus versus tackle?
6: I, I, it was I mean, it was zero. to 0 I yeah. think. Yeah. Now, McCarthy said during OTAs and minicamp, 60%, it was 60-40 tackle to guard. But that, was, that ended in mid-June. And I felt so like that was even to,
2: generous, too. Okay. 60-40, mm-hmm. I, I yeah. think it was more like 75-25. Yeah. So I'm, Nate, Dylan, I'm, I'm sorry. Go
6: ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say that their, I guess Nate, their rationale is, he, at least he's played tackle in college. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But that he, that he had, is a positive. And he hadn't played guard since Fort Worth that's North right. Crowley High School, so let him just focus on that. And, I, and so that's that's the decision they made. But you, you're right. You put him in a situation now where he hasn't done it in weeks and weeks. You well, know? Can so, I
5: piggyback his what he's what he's saying with? If he's going to be our left tackle, Nate. What position, how do we put him in a position of success starting Sunday night? How, what, what's going to be the scheme yeah. to have success with him out there when he hasn't played any left tackle or had any reps?
1: R-U-N with caps. R-U-N-N-I-N-G with caps. R-U-N-N-I-N-G-S, apostrophe S with caps. Running, 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 running the ball. Let him get a rhythm. Of, of coming forward before you back him up. You know, and when you back him up, don't just, don't, That cannot have a three-step, five-step, seven-step drop and be standing behind the center. Naked boots, sprint outs, move the pocket, give this kid a chance to get his rhythm. I, I'm not saying this kid can't do it. Uh, his technique is going to be a little wobbly, you know, but we have to give him opportunity. And we also have to give our left guard opportunity. And we also have to give our center opportunity because none of these guys have played together. Yeah.
2: Now, running downhill all kind of seems very similar, no matter if you're a left guard, center, right guard, doesn't matter, tackle especially – but how much does it change from pass protection? Because it changes quite a bit, right, in terms of the depth that you go backwards, the way that you, you work on your pass sets. How much does it differ <laughs> for a guy like Tyler Smith, who is going from left guard, has played some left tackle during his collegiate career, but now he's immediately going out there. Oh, by the way, he's facing Tampa Bay. Right,
1: stand up right quick, like, Just take your thing off. Stand okay. up. Stand up stand right. Right. Standing up. Standing up right stand guys? Right which one of these okay. guys? This, of these is guys? Uh-huh. this is my center. This is my center. Okay. This is my tackle. Okay. All right. This is this is my this is the guy that's over me. Okay. Is it is he going to be Vita Vale? No 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 this no. listen, listen. This is the guy that's over me. I got comfort. <laughs> Unless you got a hell of a hell of a first step snuggly. I can set up. Now, let's move over here. You move in here. You over there. You Can't, in, you're you're in there. here? You the guard. He so, the center. Okay, you're the flipping. Now I'm out here. This dude La La man. I got some help in here. But if you take me back deep, now I'm by myself. You're on an island. One here, two here, three here. And I got to dance with all of this. And what have I said all training camp that this kid has had? Lazy feet. feet. Mm. Can he line his feet up with his eyes and see what he need to do? That is the difference, brother. You went from snuggly cuddly, let me kiss you, uh-huh. to out there to with a Kodiak Grizzly that got ballerina feet.
3: It's the difference between sleeping with a cover on and then, going, and then somebody, you know, your sheets
1: didn't get dry. And then you not, find out you was whole butt just- naked. <laughs> oh, gosh. Whole butt naked. Yes, so, sir.
5: So, no, no, because we got Nader here. And, Nader, I got to ask you, like, I've heard you talk about the continuity problem, but also I've yeah. heard you talk about his hand placement, saying that his hands are just too wide. They and, are. And they're too wide. And, and, and the sense of urgency with his footwork. And you talked about Connor McGovern coming into camp. You saw that his sense of urgency, urgency with his feet were a lot better than the, the rookie. Yes. Um, but how how problematic is it? Not only are you talking about his feet, but his hands, his hands placement and not being able to
1: center his punch inside. And you hadn't seen that all camp. Con- this is Connor. When I see Connor, Con- I'm, I'm serious. When I see him warm up, Man, Connor got the deepest knee bends I ever seen for a lineman. He can just bend down and shoot up. He, are
2: You well, talking about
1: Connor Mcgovern? Conor, Conor, I'm saying yeah. he he can get, he punch. Oh man, he working it, Tommy. He punching. I'm like, wow, Connor looks good until somebody line up on him, and then he can't transfer all this great technique that he's worked on onto this person. Maybe that's lack of reps. Maybe that's lack of confidence. Maybe they, they just got to get him in there and get him going and get him feeling good, and maybe that'll change. Because he he, he, he can play, but now it's in his head. The other kid, Tyler, this just him. He went to Tulsa, and he just dogged folks. Mm-hmm. For two or three years, he just picked people up out of their shoes and displaced <laughs> them wherever they were. He was like a storm. I'm going to displace you from Florida to Georgia. That, that's just how he was. This ain't the same thing. You ain't going to just grab this big old dude that Tampa Bay in the brain. Yeah.
3: <clears throat> yeah, so speaking of Tampa Bay, so Vita Vea is going to be over Connor McGovern. Yes. Okay, but we're, as we're talking about Tyler Smith, and you're talking about his hand placement hasn't been what you've, what you've liked. What you needed it to be. His footwork hasn't been there right. in terms of him being out of position, which has caused him some of the troubles in terms of his holding calls right. and all the things of that nature. Now you're about to face probably the fastest second-level Defense in the league in terms right. of the linebackers. All these guys run four, four, right, four, four, yeah. three. How do you now help him in those situations when they
1: have to pass? Because you're going to throw the ball. You, you, you especially got, against It's got to be. It's got to be three step drops. It's got to be five step drops. Like I said, you got to move the pocket. But more importantly, more importantly, you're going to have to be great film studiers as coaches to make sure you know who, where they're lining up at. You don't need no surprises. Surprises are like. I don't know who to block, and now we got a beeline to your quarterback. Hmm.
5: Confidence <laughs> level. Confidence level in our coaching staff being able to develop this young man to be the left tackle heir apparent.
1: My, my level of what I believe can happen over the years is I've seen him develop and help steal. But other than that, I've not seen much. But I'm going to be honest now. When you draft a guy in the first round, you're saying to yourself, if we just work on his technique, 'Cause we know he got the heart and the ability. You know, you don't want to second guess that. So all we gotta do is work on his technique. He's going back home. He's clicking his heels two, three or four times. <laughs> he's going back home. We're oh, not, hey. in not in Tulsa anymore. Yeah, There's no
2: place like home. We're not in
1: Tulsa anymore. You're not looking across the line say, of scrimmage Nate and seeing Tulane. Right yes. Hey, you. man, he's that butt naked in a... Yep. In a <laughs> locked in Alaska. <laughs> deep breeze, or you click your heels and go back home. Man, you have you a great one, man. I right. right. love y'all. Nate That's Newton Nate. joining love us you, here man. on
2: Talking Cowboys. Let's take our final break. When we come back, we'll wrap <laughs> things up and look ahead to what else could be on the horizon for the Cowboys right after
4: 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See slash 5G for you for details. Another day is
3: here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app.
2: Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more. (laughs) Do more. Essilor. Ramrod. (laughs) (laughs) One time. <laughs> I like that. I liked the, the, I like the, the mic sling Man, today. I like Yo,
5: it. It was good. Man, you got to wear that on your pink. You got to wear that as a pinky ring, bro. Which one? Your ring there on your right foot. You got to put that as a pinky ring. That's bro. stupid. It's but you know what, fall. Guess what? You it know what we haven't off done off in a this while? One. Where's All the Aggie right, ring? Nice, though.
6: You guys know what we haven't done in a while? Right,
3: what's that? Wallet check.
6: Wallet check. It's in my car. What? Yeah, don't, mine, don't mine my said, I probably shouldn't have said that. Nobody knows where I parked.
2: But hey, it's uh, <laughs> it's the haunt, or the the Ford F one fifty out there. I don't, not I don't know. <laughs> I've got it though, and it's I appreciate it.
6: It's helped the back. So, so you're slim, slim and trim. It's yes, slim and trim. It's right. helped the back. Look I appreciate it. Look at you, there you, there. You be. go. Thank How about that? Hey, I'll quick, go. quick, uh, little news updates. Right. Okay. We're taping this what eleven forty five Central Time. Early round of claims came in. Cowboys did not claim anybody. They didn't have any uh, the guys that they cut. I think all passed through waivers. We mentioned Alex Leatherwood, the former first round pick of the Raiders. He got claimed by the Bears. Bears made five claims today. Wow! So that yeah, dream's I'll,
2: over. Yeah, no Oof. move, no movement by Dallas though so far. So that's good. Good news on one end is that you haven't lost any of the guys that you thought you might lose. But you also haven't added anybody as far as the offensive line is what concerned. What was cutoff time or for Or whoever.
6: Uh, usually they come – there's like two
2: rounds, I think, and the first is 11 uh,
6: central time. Okay. And then I think there's another round of Why do they make everything so after. complicated? I, it's very complicated.
3: Why you got to be so like, What's the main difference between
6: Pup and, you, and IR
3: now? <laughs> huh? What's the major difference between Pup and IR now?
2: Because um, that confuses the crap out of me now too. I want to say Pup you can – participate in like rehab work and IR you can't or something there's some kind of weird wording in there well that that'll be our homework assignment think, yeah, we'll get back to you on Friday the Friday. rules are
6: basically the same
2: yeah that, and that's what I'm saying they the change criteria
6: to, to which on which list you're on you know
3: before IR when you're on IR you were done done yeah right now it's like IR four games well how's that different than pup yeah yeah it's confusing we'll do homework we'll, yeah, we'll
6: get back to you it's, on on
2: Friday it's irritating all right Let's let's end this thing on a high note. We 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 got Nate in here, and Nate. I mean, Sorry? like like I, no <laughs> like no place like home. Yeah, so. no <laughs> place like home. We're not in Tulsa anymore. Um, thought process. Let's let's end this on a high note. What is the strength of this ball club right now? If you had to say one area, one unit, and I'm not going to say like you can't say offense or defense. You you have to give me a specific unit on each of those. What is the number one strength? Isaiah's giving me a sniper eye. What's up? Defensive line. Why is that? Because you can put a lot of
3: people on the defensive line. <laughs> a lot of people gotta get thrown in that mix. I think you have a good line. Uh, I think the you know, big bow in there. I think Gallimore in there. Um obviously you got Doris Armstrong, you got D Law, then you can always walk the bazooka himself down there as well whenever you need him to. So I think that's a solid defensive front that's going to see a much improved uh run defense this year.
5: Heckman? Yeah, I would. that's where I was going, edge rusher. And I think it's because of all of the guys that you have. But Sam Williams, for me, was the yes. was the bright spot of camp. He's raw still, and you could tell. But his just ODB brute style. strength and the way that he approaches the game, he seems to be a guy that over the years is going to be relentless uh, in his pursuit. And we've needed that. And we've only had that kind of hunter And Micah, and look, man, all respect to Tank, because I still believe that there's a lot in the Tank for him, Uh, but just seeing Sam Williams compete, I'm really excited. Yeah,
6: I like what you guys said. I'll just say, to be different, I'll say linebacker, just because you throw Anthony Barr into a group that already is is led by Micah Parsons. I think Leighton Van Der Esch coming back is big, for Mm -hmm. a year at least, and then... I throw J. Ron Curse into that mix too, because as much he's a linebacker. Yeah, I mean he's around <laughs> it's the box. Like Micah,
2: you, you bring him down when you need him. He's not
6: playing deep safety. He's more around the line of scrimmage. And yeah. so throw all that together, and it's a, it's about the versatility, and it's a really nice group.
3: Did you like what you saw at a bar in the preseason?
2: I did. Okay. You didn't really see anything. Didn't, didn't no. see anything. I mean, We saw him mean, in the last short. game. We saw yeah a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. And he yeah. he played well from yeah. the yeah. minimal, yeah. minimal yeah. snaps that he had, but he was on a pitch count all the yeah. Way of course he was. Yeah. So yeah, I I think. So, consensus front seven is, yes. is where you feel good. When's the last time you got a chance to say that about this Cowboys team where the strength is the front seven? It's
6: been a while. Probably I, since Wade was the coach and they had d yeah. yeah,
2: and Spencer and those guys. Well, it's, it's fun to think about. I think this defense is going to be nasty this year. I really do. I think this defense is going to be great, which makes me a little sad because then you think of the offense and – I think the offense can still be good. I think anytime you have a, a top ten quarterback in the league, you're going to have a chance to be a good offense, and you have that. Dak Prescott. He's a top ten quarterback. I'm not going to argue with you. He's a top ten quarterback. I see Heckman He's looking thirsty. looking over to Isaiah because I know Isaiah's is the one that wants to take a drink of water. Hmm. But just looking, just looking the with the facts. offensive line, specifically. <laughs> i'm i'm a little worried ara you in baby ara Aura, <laughs> yeah you were like wait ara running oh, oh okay <laughs> by the way
6: when he said that i, I immediately looked up the, the box score from week one last year when they ran 18 times for 60 yards they're gonna have to do more than that oh, if they're gosh. gonna f- if they're gonna make nate happy
1: ara 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 you in? caps
2: All right, that does it for us here on Talking Cowboys. What a fun episode this was. Went a little bit long. Sorry, Chris. I'm sorry. Sorry, Beamer. Uh, When we come back on Friday, we'll get you ready for the week ahead. It's our final preseason episode because then next week we go Monday through Friday every single weekday from here on out. Or I guess it'd be Tuesday through Friday because we're off on Monday. but. Outside of that, we'll be back for the regular season. Special thanks to Black Rifle Coffee Company. Go check them out at blackriflecoffee.com. You can go get you some blends. Heckman's taking home the Freedom Roast. I think I'm going to take home the Freedom. the Medal of Honor. We'll see We'll see what you can do from there. But for Heckman Harrison, for Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, Chris Beam in the back, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from the star in Frisco. We'll see you on Friday with more Talking Cowboys.